0: You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training podcast. I'm Maggie Bertram, and today I'm joined by Suzanne Burnett. Hey, Suzanne. Hello.
1: How are you today? I am doing just absolutely wonderful because I get to be here with you. Aw, so sweet. Do you have your cup of coffee with you this morning? I have got my water. I'm trying to, you know, hydrate,
0: stay hydrated. Happy choices. Good job. Me too. But only after I had coffee. Oh, 100%. (laughs) All right. Well, on this episode, we are discussing Unit 25, Session 4, Jesus Warned About Not Acting. And this is found from the Bible text of Matthew 25. Jesus' earthly ministry was filled with his teachings. He taught people everywhere he went. Even when Jesus rode into Jerusalem, we learned how he taught the religious leaders the Old Testament prophecies. A couple of weeks ago, we learned that religious leaders tried to trick Jesus, but that he used scripture to teach them that he is the Messiah. In last week's Bible story, Jesus taught by warning the religious leaders about not loving. He said that they only loved themselves and wanted praise. Today, kids will learn that Jesus continued teaching and warned people about not acting. So, now let's talk about some activities that might need some extra prep, some extra instructions. So, Suzanne, why don't you start us off with our preschool areas? So, this week in preschool, we have sand and glitter and Play
1: Doh. Yeah, we do. Oh, my. We didn't throw a pain the tra- in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Didn't throw pain in there because we didn't want to give you a heart attack this week. <laughs> but we have so <laughs> many fun sensory activities that your eye may be twitching right now that when I mention those things. But I just want to encourage you to this week maybe step out of your comfort zone, try these things. It's your the kids are gonna love it, you know? And that's what it's about, right? letting them connect, teaching them these stories through the way they learn, which is through play. And so I want to challenge you this week to try this. If you are nervous, just do one child at a time if you're able to do that in your classroom and let them try these different things. So for babies and toddlers, there's an activity called hide the objects. And so this activity instructs toddlers to hide items in a tub of sand. Keep a large towel nearby or put that tub on top of a large towel or plastic tablecloth that's gonna help you with your cleanup. Have a place for toddlers to wash the sands off their hands afterward. It's all about planning. So if you are prepared, you're going, you will succeed. I mean, things are gonna happen, but if you're prepared, it will help a lot in the long run. If you don't want to use sand, you could always use another medium like rice or pasta or beans. It's dry beans, not not cooked beans, unless you're feeling really really a really different
0: cr- kind of mess.
1: Yes, yeah, unless you're feeling really, really i uh, creative this week. Um, but if you do choose to use something like that, make sure you post an allergy alert for your parents and watch them very closely that they don't put those things in their mouth. Uh, for younger preschool, there's an activity called make glitter stones. But if you don't want to have that free-flowing glitter, I guess is what you could call it, is use glitter glue that's more contained or glitter paint to cover those stones. Just make sure they dry before you send them home. So parents don't have a little sparkle in their car. Also for younger preschool is dig for coins. This is a bonus teaching hour activity. And it calls for a tub of sand. And like I mentioned earlier. You, if that sand makes you nervous, you can use dry beans or even something like shredded paper, which would be an allergy-free option as well. And then lastly, there is an activity in preschool worship called Lead a Station. And so in this activity, you're going to have different stations like an art station and a Play-Doh station. And there, a preschooler will be in charge of their small group that will be there in that particular station. So some preschoolers are going to be really excited because they will get to be the boss, but you're going to have other preschoolers that are not going to be excited. They're going to feel a little unsure and nervous about this. And so they may need some prompts from you on how to how to help their friends, how to lead their friends. And so I would suggest to have a timer set so that these preschoolers would know when their turn is over and that will help with transitions after and through this activity.
0: Those are some really fun activities. And I know that we joke about things like glitter and sand, but really, I mean, those are such great tools to help preschoolers learn about the truth of God because that is how preschoolers are learning at that age. They're experiencing the world through their five senses. And so that's a great way for them to learn that church is a fun and a safe place where they learn about God. So I think that that's gonna be a really great week in preschool. In older kids, there is an activity called how will you use it? It involves assigning different groups of kids amounts of money. So like you would assign a group $100, $300, $500, not actually give them the money, but just the concept (laughs) of the money.
1: (laughs) I was like, I want to do that Um, activity. Yeah, I
0: know. No, just the concept of the money. And you would lead them to talk about how they might use that money without any constraints on it. You could also do the same idea, but with time. So you could do, you know, one group has one hour, one group has three hours, one group has five hours, and ask them to talk about how they would spend their time or what activities they would fill their time with. So sort of comparing it to how we fill our time. And then for midweek, the group demo is called Shield Defense, And so it involves a lot of crumpled paper and so that you are not using a bunch of brand new fresh copy paper, I would encourage you to ask the church offices or if you work in an office. Ask them to collect some scrap paper for a few days leading up to the session. You know, nothing with like social security numbers or anything, you know, nothing (laughs) with sensitive information, but just, you know, some scrap paper so that you're not having to waste a whole ream of fresh copy paper. (laughs) We want to be green when we're able to. All right, so Suzanne, what are you excited about or what stands out to you about this session?
1: Yeah, so I'm going to be honest. For the longest time, I really felt bad for the third servant. The one that, for one, he got the least amount of coins. And then he got in so much trouble. The master was so upset at him. And so I always felt really bad for him. Like maybe he didn't know what to do with the money. and Maybe he legitimately thought he was doing the right thing. And then the more i realized it and read it i realized that he he was acting in fear he was he was afraid of his master and it reminds me that when we give our life to jesus he wants all of us every single part and he doesn't want us to he doesn't want us to act in fear he doesn't want us to be afraid of him he wants us to trust him um, and his desire for us is freedom and growth and not the fear and the hiding that we see in this parable.
0: That is such a good word, such a good point. And Suzanne, you and I were talking before we started recording, and we were just talking about how this story is one that's often told, but not often very clearly explained. And so how there might just be a lot of misconceptions, much like what you were talking about. I think that I had some similar misunderstandings about this story. So this might be one that kids are familiar with, but they might have some confusion or some misunderstandings around it. So I'm excited for kids to hear this story, but for us as leaders to really have that chance to help them understand that we don't serve or not serve God out of fear or pressure, but rather as a way to express our joy and as a way to worship God. And I also think that that looks different for every person. I think that this story is a really good reminder of that. Because the other two servants, regardless of the amount that they returned and gave to their master, the master told them, well done, good and faithful servant. So the master didn't care about how much they gave to him. He, as much as he cared about the fact that they were purposeful and that they used what he had given them as a way to earn more, right? And that they had purpose in what they were given. And so I think that that is, A really good reminder that God isn't so much concerned with how much we're able to give, but more what is the purpose behind it. Well, thanks for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for kids in preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.